This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We've got uh, Arun Munoz in the studio. We're talking to Arun, who's an artist who has an exhibition here at the Pride Centre. Yes. Uh, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. And before we talk about the actual exhibition, let's talk. Let's get a little bit of background on you. Now, we'd like to get a bit of um, a bit of feel for where you're from. So, how did you get started in? in and the how did arts? you end up yeah. here in Australia? Well, oh, that was forty six, nearly forty seven years ago. Okay. So I migrated with my parents um, from where? From Chile, Chile yeah. originally, and um, yeah. So artistically, I was always wanting to do things like that, but it Chile had very different plans for me. I was supposed to be straight, get married and do all those things, yeah. um, being queer and all that. The moment I left home, my parents went, okay, bagger off. And I went, yep, great. <laughs> so I was able to actually follow what I wanted to do, took full responsibility for my future. I thought, okay, I'll do it. Uh, and w- how did you find when you came here, because th- that was a long time ago, yeah. uh, you know, like the freedom side, was was it there? Or were we still, you know, like being a bit clos- closeted per se? Um, I suppose coming from Chile, there was a, it was and still is unfortunately extremely homophobic country. Mm. Uh, here was Haven. Although when I first came, uh, I had to pretend that I was straight. Um, kids at school would say, oh, you're a poof. I knew what it meant, but I didn't know what it meant. So it was always that game. But then when I came out at 19, I fell into the right hands. I met Brilliant. wonderful people. Brilliant. My first partner. And I told my mom, I'm gay. And that's it. That was yeah. it. So okay. After that, everything just sort of fell into place. I'm not going to say everything was rosy. Oh, because compared to now, we've got so much more freedom Freedom, and acceptance and the community's grown. Um, Those days, we were still a little bit segregated. And a dancer? What's this all about? (laughs) Tell tell us. Well, I started doing dance just for fun and for fitness, but then they said I was good. I did ballet for about two, three years. Who with? Uh, the National Theatre, oh, Alan right. Older and Miss Dusker and a few of them. So they said, go and do something. But again, I did ballet and I really wanted to do what girls did. And when I realised that I couldn't, I left it. And somehow I ended up in an Indian classical school uh, run under Dr. Chandrabanu, gay man living with his partner, uh-huh. Jeffrey Goldie, who was an artist, and I think I just found my place there, really. And for the first time in my life, I was too butch for something. <laughs> and I was able to embody that sort of, that in those days for me was the feminine because my family was all women. For me, the women were my safe space. And sorry, just going back a little bit to the Indian dancing, are mm. we talking about traditional Indian Traditional. Dancing? I studied and I okay. graduated. I was the first male dancer to perform a graduation ceremony called Arangetram but here hold in on. Australia. But hold on, you're from Chile, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Indian dancing. Why, why wouldn't it be an Indian man? Why somebody from Chile? <laughs> why not? I was in love with it. I think coming here, also my first job was with a festival of all nations. So I used to organise, I was stage manager organising things and I got to see dance from everywhere in the world. Wow. And they were all local dance practices here mm. from Melbourne. Right. And there were massive shows. So one day I saw a dancer from Bali that I nearly 
died after that. That was a. It's, then I thought, okay, I can't do Balinese dance, but Indian, why not? So yeah. I started for fun. Yeah. I got a scholarship within two months. Wow. And they said to me, if you want to do it, do it now because you can't wait anymore. And, yep. uh, and I did. And, and wow. I ended up working 10 years. And we were the first full time company from sort of also people of color in those days. There was no major representation of dark skinned mm. people. Yep. In the major stages yeah. of the art center, yeah, we were at the um, yeah art center George Fairfax and mm-hmm. all that. So, w- w- were you taking photos then? Were, have you always been that person? Yeah, photography. So, was when I was a kid, my my mother gave me a camera, and I remember, and um, I used to have one of those cameras that you had to look down. I forgot the name. I think Hasselblad um, or something. But yeah, the brownies. Were yeah. They? Yes. Vivian Mayer, one of my photographic heroes, used to use them all the time. So, yeah, photography has always been a really big part of me. And then I lost my mother, I lost part of my family, and now my most precious memories are and possessions are the photographs. Right. I've got a photo of my mum before I was born. She's dancing. And it's just such an incredible thing. Yeah. So where where did the concept for this exhibition, what's it called, the exhibition? It's called Navigating Layers of Identity Down Under. Yep. I was approached by Lark. And, um, what, who's, who's Lark? Lark is a Latin American and Hispanic rainbow community. So they approached me in 2019. They wanted to do a project of documenting the first group that actually belonged to the organisation. Somebody walked out, apparently. We had zero budget, so it was a complete act of love, and they had an office space where I could photograph people if I wanted to. And I immediately said yes. I loved portraiture, which was one of my folio. I did portraiture and performing arts. At and, uni uh, or...? No, I did it at Torrens University. Right. In those days was um, CATC Design School. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Fantastic place, and I did um, graphic design, and then second year I did photography. Right, and uh, is that your profession now? Yeah, you know, it is. Well, I've got three professions because <laughs> coming back to Australia at fifty-two, I realised that a lot of doors were closed for people over fifty, and I still struggled to get any little job that then is given to a twenty-year-old yeah. because I don't have experience. So I think. Yeah, it was very hard on still list. Now I'm 64 and it's very difficult to get a job if you want to find a job in anything. But they keep on saying that, um, oh, the door's always open Bullshit. for... Bullshit. <laughs> Ageism is thriving and we don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, all right, so how many um, people are involved in this exhibition that's on the ground floor here at uh, Victorian Pride Centre? How, how many uh, photos? There's 22 photographs right, okay. originally. This work was first shown at Ventana Festival. The what? Uh, Ventana Festival Where? in Frankston. Okay. In Frankston. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2020, just before COVID. Right, okay. So there were 12 originally, and then this time, because uh, we were invited by Pride and the space was much bigger, we decided to print all the photographs that were taking. So yeah. it's 22 and wh- members. And where did you find the people? You know, like, because it's such a mixed bag, isn't it? Which is wonderful, because uh, as you walk along, look out, and you're, you're taking on a real journey, you know, like oh. uh, people who are, are quite straight looking to people being very outrageous. Um, well, they're all like members, so they're 
the actual brief was to photograph the members of the group at that particular time. So everybody's got, you know, a story from South America of migration. I think they're also recent migrations, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, their stories there too, isn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, under, under each photo. To me, that's a really important thing. Look, I had 15 minutes with each seater. Um, I didn't know them, never met oh, them before. Oh, okay, because I was going to ask that. Because you get the feeling that you've got a, a real relationship with that. Obviously, you're a good photographer. Uh, I, my One of my lecturers said I had a gifted eye, which I didn't trust then, but I'm beginning to trust <laughs> after 10 years. I just click and then... I find something that needs to be alive, a, a true moment. Uh, to me, that's in the gaze. So my folio in portraiture was specifically about the gaze of the sitter and then also inevitably my gaze. Yep, yep. And uh, I just like to capture a moment where it's almost alive and then you can look at that image repeatedly. Yep. And that's when I think, okay, that's successful, I can... But how, how do you go with a, a lot of sit sitters? Uh, as I said, some people are very open, you know, like with what they've got on and, and their tattoos or yeah. whatever. Uh, and then there are people you know, that can be a bit shy. How how do you bring that person out of shyness when you're having your photo taken? Because I find that I can be a little bit shy, me of all people, can be <laughs> a little bit that, shy um, yeah. in front of a camera. I think um, a conversation is always good. We entablished a little bit. I asked some questions while I was shooting, and then there was somebody there also helping me with questions. When you ask a question and somebody has a thought or a memory, then you have a certain feeling about it, and then I can capture that in my photography. I go, yep, I do like that. I give some um, just very mild directions to people, not of what I want them to feel, but say, look here, raise your eyes a little bit yep, more yep. and uh, yeah what do you think of this and there's always a, an emotional reaction and then i can just go yep this is what i want right some people were incredibly generous and um some of those here the tattoo ignacia oh my god he just said oh can i take my oh, yeah whatever <laughs> boom <laughs> you can tell it was extraordinary yeah, and i had like more than 10 files for yeah, him fantastic other people just had instagram smile and every shot was the same right unfortunately okay. <laughs> but you know it's still yeah it's it's who they are yeah now what what does it mean to you to have you know like, as you said um there was 12 at, at, at frankston to have uh, this exhibition as part of midsummer here at the victorian pride center prime you know like there's a few hundred people wandering around downstairs right now um what what does it mean to you what what, what does it do for you i still can't actually believe it uh, i had a friend who was a curator at port phillip and she said to me, I'm trying desperately to get pride to look at your work mm. um, because I'm trying to promote emerging artists to have exhibition there, but she had no luck. So all of a sudden to hear that luck managed to get an exhibition here, I can't believe it. It's just an incredible opportunity yeah. because in my, over the, over my life, my last 10 years, I realized I have documented so many queer friends transitions, full transitions of people. Um, I work with an ocean of non-binaries and queer people as well. And I'm always asking them to come around and photograph. So I've got this incredible selection of 
uh, 10 years of my yeah. experience here. And when, when does it actually launch? Um, have, have you had the launch yet? It's the 18th. The, eight, the 18th is the opening. Um, okay. Now, let, let's uh, talk about Lark as well. Is it Lark? Have I got it? Lark, no. yep. um, what, what is that organisation? Uh, Lark is a uh, Latin... Oh, sorry. I, I we should, we should introduce, introduce yourself. You. <laughs> yes, my name is Jose Octavio. Yes, I am part of the uh, Lark um, organization, and uh, I am the curator of uh, Arun's uh, photograph exhibition. And uh, well, Lark is a is a community uh, stands for Latin American Hispanic uh, Rainbow Community, and uh, we empowers, inspires, and advocate and uh, supports the LGBTQI plus people from Latin America and Hispanic background. And how long has it been going? It's been around for um, more than five years. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So is it like a like a social networking sort of group? Is it? Yes, okay. it is a support social okay. network. So we do a lot of uh, events. Okay. And what 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 does it mean? Yeah. Well, most of the um, the people who have been fo- photographed are they going to be here on the eighteenth? Is is that the the idea? Yes. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's will, that will be very exciting if most of them are in the room as well as um, the invited guests. Yes, definitely. It will be um, great to have them as a special guests. And also, um, it will be an amazing experience for the visitors because every uh, one of the photographs are matched with a QR code that links you to a video with an interview um, of the of, ah. uh, of the uh, subject of the uh, yep. participant, yep. Okay. and uh, and these stories are so moving, yeah. are so powerful, so motivational that um, that you end up doing some um, instru- introspection uh, as an uh, as an spectator. And think about your own own journey. Even though you are not a migrant, or if you are a migrant, you think on your uh, new reality. Yep, yep, fantastic. Well, it's beautiful photos. So congratulations. Thank you. And and it's very and they're quite big, aren't they? You yeah, know, each one uh, yeah. is quite big. So you you're not going to walk in and and say where are they? You'd notice <laughs> them straight away on the wall. Uh, so it opens on the 18th, but it's up now. So anytime you walk into uh, the Pride Centre, you, you see on the wall. When do they go up? It must have been uh, Friday afternoon, did it? Yeah. Because I was here Possibly. Friday night uh, mm. on air, and when I left here, they were, it was already up. So yes, yeah. we did it on fr- uh, on Friday. It yeah, is, magic hostage. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> all right, so well, congratulations, and as on uh, for all over the festival, is it? Yes, and on the uh, on March the fourth of March is the last. Uh, right. Last okay. Day. So you have got plenty of time to come and see people. Obviously, you'll be here for Pride March, and and there's so many um, events on here within the Pride Centre during midsummer. Uh, so um, make sure you uh, spend a little bit more time and have a look at this exhibition. It's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you so you. much. We've Thank been talking you. to Arun Munez, uh, who's got. How, how was that? Was that better? Did he get? <laughs> yes. let's, let's not yes. let's not start grading me, okay? Perfect. Uh, who's got the photographic exhibition and also Jose Octavio Ortiz, uh, who's the curator of the of the, of the uh, exhibition here as well. Here on Joy ninety four point nine Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.